to create an empowered life, an empowered relationship can seem impossible for many. Andrew, Chris make it so simple and really show you step by step how we can create collaborative partnerships in situations where anything but collaboration seems to be the only option. I think you're going to love this. Enjoy. So the big question is this. How do men like us that not accept status quo or only showing up with a paycheck and then checking out from our families, but are brave enough to create fulfillment and success as husbands, dads and entrepreneurs? How do we get it all together without feeling overwhelmed or stuck in the compromise of never being enough while putting family first and creating successful businesses? My name is Matthias Fyrard and welcome to the Dadpreneur Revolution. Join me along as I learn from the best, apply and share how I take ownership of the most important areas of life and a fun along the way. So we're live. Thank you. So uh, we've been waiting for this moment for about two months. And that's the life of, of fatherhood and ambitious <laughs> guys working to fit it all together. So thank you so much. So I invited Andrew because I seen him showing up in a beautiful way over the past month and both growing as a man in his role and asking and being super curious about this huge, amazing community of men that live in, in the say Facebook world <laughs> that are looking for support and supporting each other. And it's really rare to find someone who's so curious and also very, very willing and generous in giving. And I'm super excited to hear about all the manifestation and the creations from books coming up and all these journeys you will take uh, dads and parents to to improve their lives. So please join and come along and we will speak about empowerment, how you can be an empowered uh, man, an empowered dad and whatever that takes. So, so thank you, Andrew. Thanks for having me. Uh, so tell me, like, why are you into empowerment? Did you ever have a journey or an experience of disempowerment? Or why, <laughs> why do you care? Oh, for sure, for sure. Um, so it's kind of been an interesting journey for me. Um, when I was about 19, 20, I was kind of in a different place in life, uh, you know, kind of thing. Wasn't, wasn't doing well. Wasn't really sure, one, if, like, I even wanted to live kind of thing. You know, and so I had some people in my life that were like, no, you can do this. You've got some awesome skills. And so as weird as it is, I was originally going to go into computer science because I didn't want to deal with people. <laughs> so kind of a funny thing. And I completely flipped on that and I became a, a therapist. And so as weird as that's it quite is, a flip. <laughs> that is quite a flip going from I don't want to deal with people to let's deal with people, you know, kind yeah. of thing. And so I, I've done a lot of different cool things through uh, the mental health field and stuff, as well as the family science field. So I've done anything from mental health therapy, a preschool teacher, which was awesome. Three to five-year-olds are the best, hmm. you know, kind of thing. <laughs> I've been a parent facilitator. I've worked in residential treatment. So I've done a lot of different things. Hmm. But one thing I struggled with was I was always dealing with crisis. It seemed like I was always dealing with when people had, you know, just gone through whatever it is and they just they weren't sure if they wanted to stay in their families. They weren't sure, you know, that kind of thing. And I thought, you know, we could do something about this. Like it, we don't have to wait until the end. We don't have to react. We could do something that would help people out and get them further on their journey in a way that, you know, they didn't have to meet the crisis. They could just get going. And that's why we decided my wife and I are who started this journey together. And we, we thought, you know what, empowerment just seems like the great, great word to go with, you know, kind of mm. thing. So, mm. so uh, 
what what does empowerment mean to you and, and and like in what way have you been empowered in in your life like what has been the pillars to to <laughs> achieve an experience of empowerment yeah so for me empowerment means really getting to know who you are and what you're capable of i i think we focus a lot on where we fall short and what we don't match up to and most of that is comparison that's based on our own perception anyway kind of thing and so so with our with what we're doing we, we did three different pillars we did our personal growth and then our relationship with our partner and then parenting and so getting to know yourself in each dimension so what are my strengths what am i capable of what are my patterns like how do i typically talk or think to myself you know things like that and so like I said, back when I was 19, 20, I was very focused on where I was falling short, what I didn't mm. have, you know, kind of thing. And just not totally neglecting the uniqueness that is me. You know, you've mm. got a uniqueness that is you. Every person listening to this has their own unique abilities, mm. you know. And so that's what we want to draw out is what do you have inside? I'm a firm believer that we already have everything inside us we need. Mm. We We don't need somebody to be like, no, 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 don't do that. This is who you are kind of thing. You know, nobody knows. We only know for ourselves. And so I want to unlock that in people. I want them to see what they have, those personal strengths and things. And that's that's what we go for. And I've had a couple mentors throughout my life that have kind of been like, hey, I don't know if you noticed like the whole people thing, right? I, I had a couple mentors that were like, you may not recognize this, but you're pretty good with people. And I'm like, oh, no, I'm not. And they're like, yes, you are, <laughs> you know? And so it's funny how that journey shifted big time, like 180. Mm -hmm. And so I want to be able to help people find their true self, mm -hmm. who they are, what kind of relationship they want to have, and then what kind of parent they want to be. Mm. And, you know, so that's where I see empowerment. Mm. And uh, so I think it's beautiful what you're pointing out, like we tend to look at our weaknesses instead of our strengths. and, and mm -hmm. We see, like, also with the challenge of social media, we see what everyone else is doing on the good day, but yep. not what you're doing on the bad day. <laughs> but, but really, I, I love, like, I work in, in with business coaching, and then it's also the same. Like, okay, you're an entrepreneur, you're starting out, and you actually don't need to be good or, or even have a clue about a lot of things. Uh, still, a lot of things you need to have a little bit of a clue on, but some not, and, and you don't need to master very much to create an extraordinary right. successful business. But you yeah. just narrowing down on like the one thing that you gotta that you're just freaking out on because it's so freaking cool and you're so excited about <laughs> that. That's the path to success, and then getting support in other areas. And and, and just what you're speaking about the ability to be able to acknowledge like this. Oh my god, I'm so terrible at this, <laughs> and and kind of celebrate that. Yeah, and and uh, so so like how how what are some some how how can we easier kind of embrace our or acknowledge our weaknesses instead not to saying like I am terrible I suck as a human being because <laughs> I weakness that how can we right. kind of move over there? Yeah, so one one of the big things that we do is help people build a relationship with themselves, and it sounds kind of funny, but to be honest, I I found that that's usually the first relationship we start neglecting. The way we talk to ourselves, the way we think about ourselves, we just we really tear ourselves down. And and like you said, I, I think social media has social media has a ton of awesome benefits, but it also creates an unrealistic expectation a lot of the time, you know. Yep. And so we, we start 
pretending or not even pretending we just start thinking oh man i'm not good enough which i don't know what good enough even means good enough for what right we create these measures that we don't even know what they are so a lot of it is just really changing the way we talk about ourselves and to ourselves so when i work with um individuals that that's a lot of what i do is let's figure out one how you how you typically talk and treat yourself because most likely if you don't you know, if you're not feeling good about yourself and stuff, you, you don't have a strong relationship with yourself, you know? Mm-hmm. And so I talk about, you know, well, what, what have you done well in your life? You know, what, what about you are you proud of? What about you is unique? Because we all have it. And as soon as somebody tells me like, no, I don't have it. It's like, Mm-mm, nope. See, that's the exact thing we're not going to do today. You know, yeah, we're, yeah. we're going to, we're going to really delve into this, you know, mm-hmm. but really getting people to connect to who they are like what's their why in life why why am i here what do i want to be and then we start putting in action steps because that's where i think sometimes we forget you know we're like okay well i'm a great leader okay so what are you going to do with that <laughs> you know it's good to be a great leader that's awesome but what are you leading what's your goal what's your vision and so that's that's what i really try to help do is build that relationship up with yourself we don't have to talk bad to ourselves we don't we do it really easily, right? We're kind of wired to be a little more <laughs> search for the negative kind of thing, but we don't have so to. What, what can we do? Like in the moment, say, of resistance, in the moment of failure, if it is in, you know, I had this moment just now, kind of my 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 wife, in my experience, she had, she had a bit of a tough day and I'm hanging around with her and I'm and, and kind of taking that upon me, right? Mm-hmm. Uh and so, so that's resistance. Like, okay, I want to support. I would like to do this, like be there so much more. But it's like, a, um, I, don't, I don't know how or something like that. Or, I, you know, I have to go to this meeting or whatever. But, <laughs> so, so what, what are like some practical things that we can do in that moment to kind of change the self-talk or, or, or improve and, and get, become empowered beings, even though the environment right. might sell, say something else? Right. So in that situation, right, so that's a, that's a little different situation than just inside because it's the interpersonal dynamic first off i would say like with your partner listen validate and empathize right Mm -hmm. i mean we don't have to solve every problem us guys tend to be problem solvers yeah right (laughs) we we just do that so we we take on more burden than we need to but i I call it being a, a a detective you know trying to figure out what really is within my power right now to be able to do if I'm putting on this expectation that I need to solve my wife's problem right now because she had a hard day, what what realistically are the chances I can solve that problem? Yeah. Right? It's not my problem, <laughs> you know, but I can be there and support her through the problem. So that's where I start figuring out, okay, as a detective, what is in my control? I can't control that situation that my wife went through or whoever, right? What I can control is how I respond to her. So I'm going to listen, I'm going to communicate, you know, that kind of thing. If you really get going, you got to take some deep breaths, right? (laughs) Have you had that before, right? Your heart's just like, you know, going 100 miles an hour. I don't know, maybe it's kilometers an hour where you live, but, you know. (laughs) It's fast, that's all I know. It's It's fast, fast. it's fast, you know, (laughs) that kind of thing. Like, you've got to slow yourself down first. Because if if you're rushing like that, your thoughts are going to be all over the place, and we believe them. I call them balloon thoughts. They're these big things, but they're full of hot air. There's nothing to them, but they take up room, you know? And and so you got to slow it down and start th- looking realistically like, okay, what can I do in this situation? 
I, you had to get to a meeting. Well, okay, so what can I do in the next three minutes before that meeting to at least let her know I'm here. Mm-hmm. I can't wait to hear about the problem. You know, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And, and I, I think you kind of hit on the head. We, we got to figure out where our boundaries are. I can't solve every problem. Mm-hmm. It'd be nice. It really would, right? It'd be nice if we could solve every problem, but we can't. Mm-hmm. And if, if we have that expectation that I need to solve this problem, yeah, your self-talk's gonna go negative because you can't do it. Mm-hmm. It's an unrealistic expectation. So, you know, make and sure- it, On, on oh, the other side, like when, when you know where it's like, okay, here I, I can, you know, I, I love the question, what is in my power to do right now? It's such a powerful mm-hmm. question. Right. And, th- and then uh, you do that, you take action upon that, you know, whenever it's in, in the per- person life and, or, or relationship or, or business or with the kids, whatever, like we, mm-hmm. we take action upon that, but okay, we, we don't get the outcome that we were hoping to get. That can still happen. <laughs> right. Right? For sure. So, uh, and, and, and of course, like, especially that's part of what's so beautiful being a parent. Like, we know we're going to try again. Like, <laughs> yep. it's like, that's the only thing. And, and for sure, that's, I love that with marriage. Like, it's this container that's like, I know the rule here is that whatever happens, we're going to figure this out and we're going to do the very best of it. And then mm-hmm. it's hard but then the power to be in something that's challenging together and figure it out together. I think that's so beautiful. Mm-hmm. But, but so then when they actually like, okay, I have power over this, but then the results don't come. So mm-hmm. what are some tactics or, or, or thoughts or question I can use to kind of, yeah, be empowered in that situation? <laughs> yeah. I mean, and, and that's life, right? We, we have this plan. This is what we think a B and C is going to happen and D is going to come out of it. Yeah. And D doesn't come out of it. E doesn't come out of it. F, you know, it's a whole different outcome. And so, and that's life. And so I think, again, checking your expectations, you know, where was I at? But two, learning from it. I think that's the big thing. Even though we can control our response and our behavior, I can't control everything else in the environment or the situation. You know, it's like with parenting, right? This is a simple, when I work with parents, they're like, so what do I say in this situation? It's like, I mean, I can give you something to say, but that doesn't guarantee your kid's going to say back what you want to (laughs) hear, you know, (laughs) like it it just doesn't guarantee it. They're not going to pull out their little script too and be like, okay, so mom said this, so now I say this, you know, like that's just not going to happen. So we, we have to learn from the moment. Well, what went well, you know, maybe the person didn't say what we were hoping or, you know, You know, sometimes people are so stressed, like going back to the example with your wife, maybe she's so stressed that you're trying to listen and validate and she's like, just get away. And you're like, I was trying so hard and now I'm getting told, you know? So sit back and look at that and go, okay, so what did I learn here? What did I just learn about her when she's stressed? What did I just learn about my, (laughs) you know? But really taking that step back and I think failure only happens if you quit. Like to me, that is what failure is. Otherwise it was just a learning opportunity. So even if the outcome you wanted didn't show up, you still learn something. (laughs) And, and so applying that into the next place. And again, I think it comes down to those realistic expectations. How realistic was it that the outcome I wanted was going to happen? Yeah. I I don't know about you, but there's times where I'm like, okay, this is what I want to happen. (laughs) And it doesn't. And it was actually a better outcome than what I had planned. Right. It may not feel like it in the moment, you know, you're just like, ah, but taking a moment to step back and go, okay, so the outcome I wanted didn't happen. 
but what actually did what good came from this you know because again right we go to that negative thinking this wasn't what i wanted i must have failed i must have done something wrong life sucks right i hear that all the time life sucks and it's like no just look back and go so what did go right you know what what outcome what am i good with from this outcome and what am i going to learn to get closer to what i want next time hmm. or was the outcome i wanted even the good one right or the, the I, w I won't even say right one because i don't think there's one right thing I don't, I don't know about you but relationships go in a thousand different directions at one time yeah. <laughs> like you know kind of thing so yeah i feel like, like uh, for me to the, the expectation of you know both an outcome in in myself or in my kind of very very small you know limited world <laughs> or, or, or in relationship with my kids or or if it's clients or my wife's like all this kind of relationship if as soon as i have an expectation i cut up the opportunity for creation hmm. because the expectation is then the, the, the projection of what i desire and as soon as i send out the projection projection there's judgment of exactly everything else and that judgment creates separation from myself my, my inner world and from them because they something in them picks up or like whoa there's something i will be judged upon if i will be good enough on this kind of imaginary <laughs> useless kind of scale and then for me what i'm longing like calling upon for in myself is this where is the place where i can okay here i am now this is my gift we, we practice this in our relationship like i do one or two things i give or i ask for help and that's the only thing I can do in in our relationship, and and it both are just as as good. And the the, the trap is sometimes I I I have an intention like okay now I, I want to give or I want to create something, so I try to give, but actually what I need is help. Yep. <laughs> so yep. Then I get stuck. But then like it can be a partnership to to create that. And I also remind remind, remind about this thing that I heard from Alison Armstrong. Do you know her? I've heard the name. Amazing, the amazing author speaking about understanding men and women. Okay, okay. And she says like both men and women need support, and the way that women need support is three ways. Women need support in three ways. That's like she's speaking to thousands, thousands of women. This is her conclusion. <laughs> so number one is uh, women need support by you know having their their husband, their partner to uh, do help them with what they need to get done mm -hmm. in their way. <laughs> in their particular way yeah so if you help her to solve the thing but not in her way then it's like why are you so you know right <laughs> and it's like so why don't you get it because it's so obvious and then then step number two is to be pleasant uh, be pleasant company so if you can't help if like if i can't help my wife doing the thing that she thinks is important in her way like right. then be pleasant company if i can't be pleasant company get out of here <laughs> yeah <laughs> and also get out of here that's also giving support yeah and i think it's just so so beautiful and, and i i shared it with a bunch of women they like <laughs> <laughs> lots of head now <laughs> <laughs> yeah yep. yeah so so what, what what are your reflections in the way like how we can in our relationship both as as dads and and partners how can we in kind of an effective way invite each other to be like good and effective collaborators to the beautiful co-creation of life right and so so what do we do i'll start with a partner because I, I think even if you're a parent your relationship with the partner needs to work because yeah. because if you're you're parenting with a partner and your relationship is not strong with your partner your parenting is going to crumble right along with it so i'll start with the partner uh we, we do what's called the same team mindset 
where it doesn't necessarily mean that we're going to do this, you know, like just because you do it one way that I'm going to 100% be able to do that. But it means we're going to work together to figure out how to get through our problems, how to be, you know, because when I've worked with couples, which couples work is a lot of fun. I don't know if you've ever worked with couples, but it is a ton of fun. It's challenging. It's it's beautiful. I love it kind of thing. But usually what happens is there's this divide and you're, you're talking about collaboration. And when couples are collaborating, which is the same thing as the same team mindset, there's a lot of harmony. There's a lot of flow doesn't mean it's perfect, right? Let's get that out of the way right now. There is no perfection. It's just what is. But what happens is it turns to competition. My way is right. Your way is wrong. When I'm in an argument with my partner, I need to win. And I don't care what expense it comes at. You know, like that's when we start moving away from that collaboration. So a lot of it is just how you were saying, like, Pleasant company is fantastic, right? Uh, five love languages would call that quality time, you know, kind of thing. But where we have to be careful is we do have to make some room for exception, right? I'll, I'll give a simple example. My wife folds laundry in the most beautiful way I've ever seen. <laughs> like it is amazing and I have no idea how to do it. I, I came from the school of let's just roll it up and throw it in the dresser. You know, it's there. Who cares? I get to wear it. It's going to be fine. Yeah. You know, and so early on in our marriage, <laughs> like for a while, she didn't want me to fold laundry, <laughs> yeah. you know, because I, I couldn't do it. Like, honestly, like she is just, I don't know where she learned how to do it. It's amazing though. <laughs> but she had to make a little bit of an exception because she's like, I need help. But in order for me to let you help, she had to let go of that expectation a little bit, mm. you know? So, so we have to make a little bit of room for those exceptions, but we, we, we also have to make sure that we are working together. So if we have a problem, let the problem be the problem. Don't make your partner the problem. Mm. A lot of the times when we start competing with one another, we see the partner as the problem rather than what actually is the problem. Maybe it's a behavior of our partner that's the problem, right you snore too loud no i don't know i don't know what it is i can't solve snoring sorry guys <laughs> you know? but but you know we we start seeing our partner as the problem we're just going to get further and further away now now if we're far away as partners how in the world are we going to parent together right because it, it's gonna that competition is going to come out in parenting too which is when sometimes when you get the one parent that's a little more firm and the other one that's like well, I know that you're grounded, but here's some cookies, you know, kind of thing. But it, it's still playing that competition dynamic from the relationship down with the parenting, you know. So I, I think a lot of the times we, we've got to come together. I, I love your word collaboration. I love that word. It is a powerful word. Hmm. And as soon as we leave collaboration, we go into competition. And now don't get me wrong. I love competition, right? <laughs> I love to play sports. I, lo I love that stuff. But in a relationship, competition between the partners really is not a good thing, you know, unless it's fun competition and you're pushing each other to be better. But what we're talking about here is more that heavy conflict and stuff like that. And and that's where I'm no longer willing to look at myself, right? It's, it's not my fault. It's your fault. It's your fault that this is falling apart. And if both partners have the it's your fault mentality, nothing gets done, you know, so... So that's where, where I really try with partners is let's bring it together. I really do. I love your word collaboration. I call it teamwork. Mm -hmm. 
but that, that's why so what, what kind of the foundation like what are some like there are a lot of youtubers way too many part like marriages where the partners are not collaborating and mm -hmm. some part of them usually want that is what i hear but it's also really scary to take the first step because it's so much in a way mo much more comfortable to be enemies because then yeah. one protects oneself and holds one own shield and, yeah. and and one one gets really effective in in you know was smashing that one down, hurting that one, but when I was like, okay, I'm protecting myself. But right. but what are some ways we can start if if there is really challenges in the relationship to start opening this up a little bit and it's like, okay, let's start with building a little bit of platform, a little bit of foundation to be able to create, you know, a life of collaboration. Right. So this is where it's kind of interesting. So like I said, my company is built on personal growth, relationship, and parenting. And part of why I do that is because each level is just a more intense version of the one before it. Right. So in a relationship, if I'm really struggling and I want to protect myself, that's a reflection of myself personally. Right. I'm not in a good place. You know, so some of that's going to require some personal growth on that person's part. It's just it's going to have to happen. I think sometimes what happens is we we know that there's stuff about us we, we could work on, but we think the relationship will solve it. Yeah. <laughs> you know, we get with somebody awesome and, and the infatuation stage, which is so fun. It's great sparks are everywhere right it's beautiful and then real life shows up and then everything that was still there comes back but it's even bigger now because it's in the context of a relationship you know so i think first off you, you have to kind of look at yourself and be able to say okay if i'm defending myself what what is going on here is it my ego <laughs> right that's a fun word i love throwing out ego with people just to see the different definitions that come up <laughs> but you know but if, if, if things seem pretty good with the relationship and the individuals in it, there's just that conflict. Usually what I'll do is come back again to the strengths, just like each individual has unique strengths. Each mm. couple has unique strengths. Mm. You know, there, there are couples I have worked with that they, for the life of them cannot spend quality time together until they need to have conflict and they communicate beautifully. And I'm like, what just happened? Like, I'll see it happen right in front of me. And I'm like, what is that? Like, you guys can't go play like football or something together. Or I don't know what couples mm. do. You know, you can't go on a date. But when you need to solve a problem, like they get down to business and they are together. And it's like, whoa, like what just happened? You know, so we really trying to find those in the couple because even the family, like the marriage literature research indicates most couples agree 85 to 90 percent but they focus on the 10 to 15 percent they don't mm -hmm. and it's that that they dwell on so instead of recognizing what they have going for them they're focusing on the small part that maybe isn't and so i take a very similar approach to the personal growth i'm gonna look at what are your strengths as a couple what do you do well i'll, I'll teach some tools right we can always learn to communicate better i guarantee you if you work with any couple communication is going to be a word that comes up over and over he can't communicate she can't communicate and it, it's all there hmm. you know but there are some tools that you can learn to do that i think listening is just one of the biggest ones that hmm. anybody could learn if you really want to collaborate with your partner you've got to listen You've got, and not to respond, right? I love that. Like, mm -hmm. like when I'm in the therapy office, you'll see it. Like one partner's talking and the other's like on the edge of the couch. Like, I want to say something. I want to say something right now. Yeah. And so they finally speak. 
and they missed 30 seconds worth of message. And we're in a totally different place, but because they wanted to respond to that one comment, you know, and, and that's where we do. We have to separate our ego a little bit. We have to step back. If we truly want our relationship to work, we have to take accountability for what we're doing that's not working. Again, if, if I'm blaming you and you're blaming me, like if if this was going horrible right now and I'm like, well, you're a bad interviewer and you're like, well, you're a bad answer, <laughs> right? Like nothing That'd is be gonna, so much fun. It would be fun. And I'm sure people would really enjoy that, you know, and, and we'd probably go viral and it would be hilarious, you know, but realistically nothing would change between us, right? If we were both yeah. pointing the finger. Hmm. And so eventually what has to happen is somebody has to bite the bullet and just scale, okay, I need to do something different if I want this to work. And I think that's where couples get, they get to that tipping point of, if we're gonna stay together, we have to do something different. And it means doing some hard work. Relationships are hard work, right? Do you not have to nurture yours every day? You gotta choose your partner every day. You gotta show commitment every day. Like it's hard work, but it's a ton of fun, right? It's worth (laughs) it. When you're in that collaboration stage, when you're flowing, things are awesome. Mm. Like I'm, I'm, I'm pretty ding lucky. My wife is amazing. My life is thousand times better since being with her, you know, kind of thing. Yeah. And we still have our off days mm. and we still have to put in our work. Right. I, I think sometimes we just expect things to just happen and they don't, you got to make them happen, you know? So that was quite the rant. Thanks, man. <laughs> <laughs> I'm excited. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> so um, in this, like like what, what a lot of people are sharing also about, but like how do we get life together? And especially, especially speaking to dadpreneurs, like, okay, they're men. Maybe they have a job today. Maybe they have a business or maybe they have both mm-hmm. just starting up and they have kids they have a wife and many guys are in this stage like i'm done you know having the excuse that i have to go to work i have to make money and then if i have some time if i have some energy i spend some time with the kids and the wife you know they want to switch that over so how can we find like the clarity and the time and the energy to really show up there in presence with our most loved ones do you have any ideas or thought patterns to invite us to that is such a tough part of life isn't it Mm. i know part of part of why i'm doing what i'm doing is because i wanted to be more present at home you know with my family and stuff and i think sometimes one you're just gonna have to accept like if you are working for somebody else and stuff and you're doing the best you can you're gonna have to accept that your energy and time can only go into one place at one right so if i want to spend more time with my family i'm going to have to give something up if I want to spend more time at work, I have to give something up, you know, kind of thing. So let's see, there's what, 168 hours in a week? Does that sound right? Is my math right? <laughs> I think that's right, you know, kind of thing. So you have to really look at how am I using my time? Sometimes I, I, I've noticed when I work with people and they say, I don't have time, it's it's not a priority. Now there are genuinely people that are working like four jobs and they're they're going as hard as they can and they amaze me honestly i have just nothing but respect for them you've got to find those small moments to connect so even if it's a three minute here three minute there you've got to make that three minutes count with children you've got to really you know one-on-one with them 
get to know them. A lot of the times, I, I especially dads, when I've worked with dads, um, we like sports. We like more active things, typically. Right? Not going to stereotype, but typically we like the more active. Let's wrestle. Let's throw footballs. Let's you know kick soccer balls, whatever kind of thing. If the kid doesn't like that, right? Have you ever ever had that? Like you like something and your kid doesn't, and you're like, mm -hmm. but no, we're going to do what I want to do. You're missing that chance to connect, right? So, mm -hmm. so you got to really make sure those few moments are counting. Mm -hmm. And it sucks if if that's how it has to be for a little bit. And if that is what you need to do, right? Because you are working two, three jobs. You're trying really hard to get your family. You know, I, one thing I didn't understand about my own father growing up is that he was gone a lot, but he was trying so hard to get our family where it needed to be. And mm -hmm. I just didn't understand that. You know, and so I think this generation of dads that are coming through, a lot of us went through that yep. if our dad was present. And so we're trying to do better. It's it's much more in our minds than a previous generations have been. Yep. And and so we've we've got to figure out, okay, so we know it's there. So what are we gonna do about it? I'm I'm sure you can tell. I'm huge on action. So what am I going to do? Right, you know, all right. So I know that six days out of the week, I'm gonna be at work. So what am I going to do to still connect with my kid? The beautiful thing is we have technology that can help us out. You can FaceTime call or whatever that stuff is called, right? You can yeah. send messages. There are different ways that maybe physically you can't be right then, but I can still connect with my kids or my partner, right? My, my wife and I love to leave little weird post-it note messages that make no sense to anybody but us, you know, kind of thing. We like to leave those for each other, you know, just so that they know we're thinking about each other. <laughs> when it comes to the action, oh, go ahead, go ahead. None of these. I was just going to say, when it, when it comes to the action of, okay, I want something to happen, hmm. you got to put in plans. So maybe right now I'm working two, three jobs, but what's my plan and how am I going to get there? The action hmm. steps. Hmm. I think I've met several guys that that's kind of what they help with. I think that's what you help people with, especially when they're, you know, first starting out is, okay, so what's your vision? Okay, now what steps do you need to get to your vision? Because yeah. we, we have these grand plans. Like, yeah, I'd love to stay home. I'd love to spend time with my kids. Okay, so what are you going to do? So it's really, really what, what I experience like is, is just transformative is to, to go, because a lot of people like, like segmenting life, like, okay, we're work, we have finance, mm -hmm. we have relationship, and we have like family or kids time. But just the moment where I work with dads and the, mo the moment the dad puts one sheet of paper in front of him, putting the goals of the, you know, the wife and the kids and, and, and mission or, or, or business on one piece of paper and, and puts like, okay, I'm going to focus like this is the outcome I will achieve in, in, in these three areas, each and every area for this week. Mm -hmm. And for this to happen, as you say, I need to take this action or spend <laughs> this amount of time. Because most of us and like my 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 calendar is mostly about business because that's like the the major like the main chunk of my day is is, is business. Mm -hmm. It makes sense. But if these other parts are not there, also they like tend to like get left over time. Yeah. And who's happy with that? Who's happy with that? But it's like no one. <laughs> the, just as if if I put my kids' time in there, and I check on can okay kids' time, then it becomes intentional. Yep. And that shifts all of it. All of it. Completely. But like really just by, by that thing, have one piece of paper where like the master plan, 
that that's been so powerful for me and, and a lot of people I, I work with. I'm but then it doesn't become a compromise. What happens then is like right. these things stack upon each other. Like I have my business and okay, I, to be able to connect to my kids, I need to leave the space of my business in this state yeah. to give them this gift. And then okay, to my wife, like the same thing. Mm -hmm. I fully agree with that, man. <laughs> it's kind of funny as, as strange as it is like with couples, like if their work schedules are just totally everywhere, like we'll say hmm. schedule intimate time right yeah, schedule yeah. time where you two can be together and they're like yeah. what <laughs> you know because it seems weird at first yeah, yeah. but but probably just like what you've seen like it works when you yeah. say okay this time slot is for this and this alone yeah. i can drop everything else and my focus and emphasis is right there yeah and it's amazing and and we even though we like a lot of free time mm. right i love free time you love free time too much free time really doesn't do anything beneficial for us. Yeah. It's it's when we're like you said intentional with our time. Mm -hmm. So and that's when with those moments with our kids, even if they're short and brief, I'm intentional. Let's do this. Like this is what we're gonna do. We're gonna connect. Yeah. I'm gonna put my phone away. That's the big one. Get your yeah. phone out of there. Oh, yeah. All right, everybody's addicted to their phone. Get that out of there. Even just for those few minutes, your text message, your emails, that can wait. Mm -hmm. Your kid or your partner cannot wait. You neglect them, you'll lose them. It's as simple as that. Yeah. You neglect them long enough, you'll lose it. You know, so. And then that's so like that's that's it's like there's like no question about that. Yeah. That's that's the truth. And it's like that's the thing. Like where are we putting in? Where are we investing our our energies to? It's like it's no no doubt about that whatsoever. So, uh, two quick questions. We're gonna round off now in a couple of minutes. But but first, like. Uh, to share where are you like what business like what are you doing what problems are you helping people to solve <laughs> right. and second part also is to what uh, challenges do you have in doing that like in growing your business in your offering in your mission of reaching more people and both creating a lifestyle for yourself and your family that you want to but also the impact all right so first question is what am i doing right yeah yeah <laughs> and second question is What's getting in the way of doing what I want to do? <laughs> yeah, in this in the scale you want to, to lead to the outcome you desire. Yeah. Right. So, uh, like I said, I I cover three different dimensions of life. I cover personal growth. I cover intimate relationship building and parenting, because I see them all as interacting. There are three critical phases we're going to go through throughout our lives. And like I said, one phase is just a little more intense version of the previous one. Yep. So, so I I do several different things. Um, I'm pretty excited next month. I'll be publishing a fatherhood book for fathers and <laughs> mm. look at looking at who you are as a man and a father and it's gonna be pretty awesome so yeah i'll share that with you <laughs> yeah. <laughs> awesome. um i also do some online courses because i know there's some people that prefer to learn at their own pace so i'm working on yep. some online courses but i also do one-on-one -on -one coaching as well where if and i i do it video conferencing so i can meet with you just like this wherever that's kind of the beautiful thing you know, so I do the personal growth, I do the the couples, and I do the parenting, which I have tons of certification in in every area. It's fantastic. Schooling for 15 years or whatever did that for me, <laughs> you know, yeah. you know, kind of thing. So, but really kind of delving into what we've talked about today is, you know, what's your strengths? What do you bring to the table? Mm. I really don't like to problem dwell. I'm more mm. about solution finding. Yeah. I think the more we sit in problems, the deeper we get in them you know, kind of thing. And so, yeah. so that's what I love to do. 
the challenges are obviously as a new person, just getting out there, getting your name out there. It is a very flooded field and unfortunately not all of it is quality. I'm just going to throw that out there. <laughs> there are some amazing things out there. Don't get me wrong, but there is also a lot of noise. I'll call it noise. Is that fair? Is that, is that a gentle way to put it? <laughs> yeah, it's good. You know? It's good to be brute. Like, I think that's one of, one of the things we need to, and that's one of the gifts with coaching. Like sometimes we need someone to tell us like, shut the fuck up and show the fuck up. <laughs> and, 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 and because most people are, are we're taught to be nice to each other. And I think that's one of the biggest disservices we can do. Yeah. If it's also to our, to our partners, like we can, we can say that, you know, we need to stand up for what it, what we're experiencing. And, and yeah, so I think, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> you know, yeah, no, no worries. No worries. You just froze on me though. I can't hear you. FYI. Are you still there? You know, Okay, I can hear you now. I, I it froze for a second there. Yeah, like your camera just disappeared so, on me. There you are. <laughs> yeah, now we're back. Ultimate. You're back. Magic. I didn't yeah, know you were a magician. <laughs> <laughs> it works. So what's the way? How can people connect to you? Uh, the people that were like, I want to hear more. I want to follow you. See what's coming along. Uh, either like want to get on, jump on something straight away, or like more in the more the slow slow lane. For sure. Um, so you can visit our website, empoweringthejourney.com. And you can also find the Life Empowerment Organization on Facebook. I'm trying to be more active on Facebook. I am not the best social media guy, but I'm getting there. I'm getting better. <laughs> you know, um, you know, you can connect to me if, if you're through this group. You can connect to me through here. You can message me directly. I'm, I'm pretty open. So Really, you know, I, I want to help people in as many avenues as possible. That's why I'm trying to offer several different routes. I know there's some people that are like, the coaching sounds great, but I'm not sure I'm ready for that yet. Well, good. Here's an online course you can listen to on your phone, you know, kind of thing. Like, So I'm trying to meet people where they're at while still giving them quality information. And this is, this is stuff I've worked on for years. Like this is refined. This is through couples and parenting situations and growth situations that some of it's come from some of the worst situations you can imagine and it worked like it's still created amazing change. So, mm. so again, I'm trying to get above the noise and really try to connect with people that really want mm. this. Mm. So. Yeah. And, and like in the times we live in, it's, I think the best times to be alive in, but it also has some challenges. And mm -hmm. as you said, the noise is one of the biggest challenges and, and staying present and focused with what actually matters. And, and the need for what you're doing. And, and I've been taking tons of, of notes and, and super excited for the simplicity in the messages that you have. And that always shows a level of mastery <laughs> that I appreciate a lot. So thank you so much, Andrew, for joining our conversation and uh, really uh, honoring your, your work and the journey and, and really blessing on the expansion of your business. And I love like people that are on such a mission that you are, that's like, need is so far beyond of course it, it will provide for your family but it's about it really needs to be massive yeah for the people out there mm -hmm. that, that's so that's so what much. i'm about thank you yeah. so much for having me yeah thank you and for uh, dadpreneurs that are doing a revolution putting family first while creating massive success thank you so much for joining uh, this conversation and uh, there will soon be another one and there's been many more so if you're looking for ways how you can level up get in contact with andrew if you want to create a better 
relationship with yourself, your spouse, and your kids. If you want help in other areas, check out previous episodes. Thank you so much. Now is your time. Are you ready to take action and lead a life that you deserve? Join the conversation in the Dadpreneur community by visiting facebook.com slash groups slash dadpreneurs. That is facebook.com slash groups slash dadpreneurs. Thank you for listening and being part of the community. And do you know another dad that needs to hear this message? Share this now and help us spread the word. And for more tactics and inspiration, subscribe to be notified when the next episode launches or go straight in to our big library of amazing interviews and conversations to reach the next level now. See you soon.